0: high blood pressure. You might have it right now. This is Access Health Radio with Dr. Brian Forrest and I'm Mike Davis. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Thanks, Mike. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about high blood pressure and we did an earlier show in the season about high blood pressure, but guess what? Everything's changed. So we'll be talking about those updates today on Access Health Radio.
0: And we'd like to acknowledge the companies that support our program, Dr. Forrest.
1: Thanks to Marley Drug in Winston-Salem for supporting our show. They mail order generic medications directly to your home with free shipping at costs that are much lower than even the big box pharmacies in many cases. Check them out at MarleyDrug.com.
0: Dr. Forrest, if people want more information about what we're talking about today, say after the show, or they want to find out information about your practice, where can they go for that? If listeners want to send general, non-emergent questions and
1: possibly have their question answered on the show, they can go to our website at accesshealthradio.com. They can also like our page on Facebook, or they can send an email to accesshealthradio at gmail.com with their contact information. If they would like information about our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, they can go to a cchealth.com or call 919-363-0190. Again, that's 919-363-0190. And after the show, they can also listen to an on-demand podcast at WPTF.com, and we will provide links to that on our landing page at AccessHealthRadio.com.
0: All right. So, Dr. Forrest, everyone knows Blood pressure is important, but now the rules have changed. New guidelines come out. Almost half of all Americans are considered to have high blood pressure under these new rules. That's right. Just this
1: week, the American Heart Association, along with several other medical organizations, adopted a new guideline for what is considered to be high blood pressure. And, you know, before the 1960s, blood pressure had not been recognized as one of the key causes of strokes and heart attacks. And 10 years after the development of the first joint national commission on blood pressure set their first guideline the number of strokes and heart attacks in this country were cut almost in half so it was a huge public health success and over the years as more and more studies have been done it has become clear that blood pressure is one of the single most important diseases that needs to be aggressively treated to prevent bad outcomes like strokes and heart attacks and you know every few years expert panels get together and they review all of the available research and then make recommendations for healthcare professionals and also to the general public about what the goals for blood pressure should actually be. And some of the best studies ever done on blood pressure have been completed in the last five years, mainly being one called the ACCORD trial, just like a Honda ACCORD, and then also the SPRINT trial. And the bottom line is that we now recognize that blood pressure of 120 over 80 is actually considered to be elevated. It's actually considered to be elevated blood pressure just a few years ago ago, uh, people thought that if they were 120 over 80, their blood pressure was absolutely perfect. Uh, so what does this mean? Well, one of the things it means is that many people who are in their one, the 120s or 130s for their top number or systolic number for blood pressure have thought they were okay, and these new studies suggest that even those people could have twice the risk for a heart attack or stroke as those who are under 120.
0: Okay, so I might be in trouble. So what number should we be aiming for, and what should folks expect from their physicians. Well, first of all, the new recommendation
1: is that anything from 120 to 129 is considered to be elevated blood pressure. And while it does carry a higher risk, adding medication for people in this category is not always necessary, as lifestyle changes should always be the mainstay of treatment. And we've discussed on previous shows the DASH diet, D-A-S-H, and that this diet has the advantage of weight loss and also that it's terrific for blood pressure. It's one of the most effective things people can do without medication to lower their blood pressure. However... All people are not going to be able to keep it down with just lifestyle, even with their best efforts. I actually know a vegetarian marathon runner that has a 30-inch waist who still has to take blood pressure medication because much of his blood pressure problem is genetic, meaning that he got it from his parents. And the second grouping of high blood pressure now is called stage one, and it starts at 130 for the systolic or top number and 80 for the bottom number. So people in stage one hypertension or high blood pressure must do everything possible to get their blood pressure under 130. One recent study showed that just the difference between a blood pressure of 123 versus 133 could cut the risk of a stroke in half. So every
0: single point really matters. This is Access Health Radio. I am Mike Davis with board-certified physician Dr. Brian Forrest. It's time for the Access Health Tip of the Week. One of the things that the new blood pressure guidelines place importance
1: on is the idea of checking your blood pressure at home. Many people with diabetes check their sugars on a regular basis at home, but many people with high blood pressure do not even have a machine to do this. I think that having your own blood pressure monitor that will automatically inflate and deflate to give you a blood pressure reading is a really worthwhile investment. There are lots of them available at most drugstores, and the Omron models tend to work very well. The most important feature that you want to look for in one of these is that all you have to do is put it on, press a button, and it gives you a digital reading. The second most important thing is that you check and make sure that the cuff that's included with the blood pressure monitor actually fits your arm. Most of the good models of these, even the really good ones, can be bought for between $50 and $100, and they last a good amount of time.
0: All right. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. You're listening to Access Health Radio. You can find out more information at accesshealthradio.com. After the break, Dr. Forrest will discuss the other new level of high blood pressure and what you or your doctor should do about it. This is Access Health Radio. Welcome back to Access Health Radio with board-certified physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. He is the president and founder of Access Health Care of Apex, North Carolina. I'm Mike Davis. Today, we're talking blood pressure. Dr. Forrest, as I understand it, now there's a third stage of high blood pressure that's especially high risk, and that needs to be addressed immediately. What can you tell us about that? Well, the
1: highest stage of high blood pressure now is called stage two. And stage two actually starts at a top number of 140 and 90 for the bottom number. And the thing that is so new about these guidelines is that 140 used to be where hypertension started. And now it's considered to be the most severe level starting at 140. By the time blood pressure gets to 150, the risk of a heart attack or stroke can be 400% higher than normal. What this means is that anyone listening to this program that consistently has blood pressures over 140 needs to get treated immediately, and we found that a delay of as little as three months in getting blood pressure down, even 10 points, can result in permanent kidney damage. The second point to make is that you just can't settle. You just can't settle for less than your blood pressure goal, so getting some blood pressures that are in the normal range do not mean that you are okay. So some people will take their blood pressure 10 times, and if one of those... Those blood pressures is in the 120s. They think, okay, I'm fine because I got a number in the 120s. Even though nine other readings might have been in the 130s or 140s. So don't don't fool yourself. You know, if most of your blood pressures are higher than 119, then you need to do something to get your blood pressure
0: down. Okay. Now I have a. I'm, I'm going to throw a twist on this. We all know that high blood pressure is a bad thing, but. Can blood pressure be too low? I've heard heard it said that low blood pressure can make you dizzy, more likely to fall. What about that?
1: Well, your blood pressure can get too low, and blood pressure can have health consequences too, as you mentioned. Sometimes people will get lightheaded or dizzy, and this makes them more likely to faint or fall. However, in the two most recent studies that I mentioned, getting patients to the goals we are talking about did not show any problems or side effects that outweighed the benefits. We do know, however, that getting your blood pressure lower than 115 for the top number really has no added health benefit. So, you know, if you have blood pressure, if your blood Pressure is above 100, generally, you wouldn't consider it to be too low. It is important, however, that you make sure you're well hydrated. And what I mean by that is that you're getting enough water to drink. A lot of people don't know that the amount of water you need today, each day, is about half of your body weight in ounces. So for a lot of people, you know, that may be 100 ounces or more. So it's important to be hydrated. And if your blood pressure does get to be normal and you get dehydrated, it can make you have symptoms like being dizzy or lightheaded. Um, If your blood pressure gets
0: to below 100, Hundred and twenty,
1: And you are having those type symptoms. You definitely should let your physician know about
0: that. I didn't realize the uh, connection with uh, being uh, well hydrated. Thanks for that. So... When do people generally need medication versus just trying to lose weight or eat something like a low-sodium diet, like the DASH diet you mentioned? Well, for most people, you always want to try diet changes first. You know, I say to my patients
1: all the time that even though I'm a medical doctor, I'd prefer for them not to have to take any medicine at all. So uh, I want people to get as far as they can with diet and exercise. But uh, even if you do take medicine, you want to continue lifestyle changes to make it so you can take less medicine. Uh, But what I would say is for people in the 120s, trying diet and lifestyle changes alone can be enough. Uh, often that may get them down below 120, and they'll be just fine. Once people get to 130 or more, though, medications may be needed if diet and lifestyle did not get their blood pressure down within about three months. For people that are over 140, this is the blood pressure category that's most severe, that's stage two. The blood pressure in those folks needs to come down as soon as possible. This is not something where you can say, well, I'm going to wait six months and see if if it'll come down less than 140 with just diet and exercise. You need to get it down now to at least less than 130, and then try to work on lifestyle changes so maybe you can take
0: less medicine or stop it in the future. This is Access Health Radio with board-certified physician Dr. Brian Forrest. Find out more at accesshealthradio.com. So, Doc, are there levels of blood pressure that are considered emergencies?
1: Well, actually, there are levels where blood pressure becomes an immediate threat. So when the systolic blood pressure, that's the top number, when that gets over 200, or when people with high blood pressure, over 180, have any symptoms that could be related to blood pressure, then it needs to be evaluated immediately. If people have cases of weakness, numbness, facial droop, or other neurological symptoms that develop suddenly, or if they have chest pain or shortness of breath, they really need to seek emergent medical attention and call 911. Although blood pressures that are over 120 that might be in the 120s to 140s uh, will cause damage and increase risk of stroke and heart attack, it takes time for those lower
0: blood pressures uh, to do damage. After the break, we'll be discussing the key things to remember about those new guidelines for high blood pressure, and we'll have the Access Health Radio trivia of the week. He's Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. This is Access Health Radio. Welcome back to Access Health Radio with Dr. Brian Forrest. He is the president and founder of Access Health Care in Apex, North Carolina. If you want to find out more information about Dr. Forrest or today's program, visit us at accesshealthradio.com. And if you'd like more information about Dr. Forrest's practice in Apex, go to acchealth.com or call 919-363-0190. Also, after the show, you can listen to an on-demand podcast at wptf.com. And we'll also provide links on our landing page at accesshealthradio.com. Dr. Forrest, we're talking today about blood pressure. What are some of the key points for people to keep in mind about these new guidelines that have just come out for high blood pressure.
1: Well, first, if most of your blood pressure readings, so not all of your blood pressure readings, but if most of your blood pressure readings are over 119, and I know that's shocking to, to many people in the audience that now anything over 119 is considered high blood pressure, uh, but we really do have the studies now to back up increased risk at that level. So if you do have most of your blood pressure readings running over 119, then you should consider yourself to have elevated or high blood pressure. Second, If your blood pressure is over 130, then you need to see a physician to get treatment and evaluation for your blood pressure, including some basic tests to see what damage might have already been caused. You know, if you're in the 130s and cannot get your blood pressure down within three months with diet and lifestyle changes, then you will likely need medication to get your blood pressure down. Uh, But I can't emphasize enough the importance of getting the evaluation done if you are over 130. You know, we found out that as little as three months of blood pressure in that range can cause permanent kidney damage. So uh, these are routine tests. They're not very expensive, but just some basic blood work. And with that, your doctor can determine, you know, if you've if you've suffered any kidney damage already from your blood pressure if that uh, damage to your kidney is causing any other problems like anemia uh, they can certainly take a look with an EKG and make sure your heart doesn't show any signs of damage or anything like that but just some routine tests not anything real invasive or anything like that that can really show you know what's happened up to this point because of the blood pressure and then lastly you know if your blood pressure is over 139 Uh, then not only do you have high blood pressure, you have now what is considered to be the most dangerous stage uh, and getting it down below 130 as soon as possible is really needed. So, you know, it used to be that, that people really kind of ignored their blood pressure as long as it was less than 140. And now it turns out that if you're at 119, you're fine, but even in the 120s over 80s, you have to be really considering what you can do to try to keep that blood pressure down. By the time you get into the one 30s now, the, the 130 now is kind of like the 120s used to be. And now the 140s is sort of like what the 160s used to be. So it turns out that, you know, at that second stage, which is the highest stage, by the way, so it would surprise many of our listeners to hear and understand that a blood pressure starting at 140 is the most serious stage. Um, that's really shocking to some degree. But on the other hand, I think it increases awareness and makes it more likely that people are going to get treated, get their blood pressure taken care of. Uh, it is the one of the most, uh, treatable risk factors. And we know that you know if you look at cholesterol levels, if you look at diabetes and controlling blood sugar, uh, there's actually been studies done where they they basically had groups of patients and they chose, you know, which thing are we going to treat? Are we going to treat the blood pressure? Are we going to treat the cholesterol? Are we going to treat the sugar? And they found out without a doubt, and this might surprise some people, that the most important thing to treat in a patient with diabetes and high cholesterol was their blood pressure. The most important thing to do to prevent them from having a heart attack, a stroke, to keep them out of the hospital and make sure they weren't in the emergency room, the one thing that could be done more than anything was actually controlling their blood pressure. Uh, So it really is a vital, vital sign. And I think it's important for our audience to take with them uh, to know their number. You know, you can't get anywhere if you don't know what your blood pressure is. I would not rely simply on, you know, machines at pharmacies where, you know, they're one size fits all. I would invest in getting your own personal monitor. Uh, 10 readings is a lot better than one. 20 readings is a lot better. lot better than 10 and you really get to know where you're at and if the majority of your blood pressure uh, is in stages that are where we've talked about today uh,
0: then you really need to look at what you can do to get it down so uh, what i'm hearing you saying is uh, 130 is the new 140 (laughs) that's right (laughs) okay time for our access health trivia of the week Well, you know, with these
1: new classifications of blood pressure, it might really amaze some of the listeners to know that what this means is that currently 46% of all Americans in this country now are considered to have high blood pressure. And if you look at the actual number of adults, you're talking about hundred and three million people in the United States that now meet a diagnosis of having clinical high blood pressure. So that means certainly we have a lot of work to be done and a lot of a lot of lives we can save.
0: Dr. Forrest, how can our listeners find out more information about those new guidelines for blood pressure and what they can do about it? Well, I'm gonna
1: definitely provide some links on our website. Uh, it would be way too many uh, links to try to do on air, uh, but if listeners will go to accesshealthradio.com, uh, we already have links on the website to the dash diet that we've put on there from previous episodes. We're gonna add some other information. I'm even gonna try to include a link that has uh, you know a brief summary article about the new guidelines that sort of can explain that a little more in detail, uh, and they can also see the list uh, within that of. All of the organizations that are making this recommendation. You know, I'm always a little skeptical if one group makes a recommendation and others have different recommendations, but, you know, dozens of medical organizations have basically signed on to this and say they're in agreement with the findings based on some of these newer studies. Um, so we'll leave that on the website. Also, listeners are encouraged to send questions to accesshealthradio at gmail.com and we will try to get them answered on
0: the air. And uh, dr. Forrest, I know you 'd like to acknowledge the companies that support access health radio that 's right we 'd like to acknowledge uh, Marley drug again
1: they 're a mail order pharmacy that you can uh, order generic medications from your physician can prescribe to them electronically uh, or over the phone, and those medications get delivered right to your door with free shipping for at least uh, you know for ninety day supplies or more uh, and they 're at marleydrug.com.
0: And that's it for our show this week. Hopefully, you'll be able to use this information to improve your heart's health and to keep yourself healthier overall. So our scripture this week is Psalm 41.3,
1: one of my favorites. Uh, The Lord sustains him on his sickbed, and in his illness, you restore him to full health. Thanks for listening to the Access Health radio show, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.
0: And he is Dr. Brian Forrest, and I'm Mike Davis. Join us again next week as Dr. Forrest will be discussing how to stay healthy through the holidays right here on Access Health Radio.